0: Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands and today is WNR464, it's NXT Vengeance Day, but I am not alone. I have a pleasure to be joined by our resident NXT expert and New Japan deity, it is of course Monty, how you doing man?
1: I'm doing good, happy to take off the uh, the deity crown and put on my expert crown I guess, <laughs> uh Excited to be here talking about NXT uh, I must say I wanted the first thing I wanted to say doing this was how good is it to be uh, to review a NXT uh, show or takeover or whatever whatever you want to call it and to actually not be in Orlando <laughs> <laughs> in that same you know CWC or whatever they're calling it now so how amazing was it to finally review a show and to see that again uh, it gave me I was really nostalgic
0: looking at that. <laughs> no, hell of a doubt. You know, this is it's crazy to think of how long it has been, you know, but that's like, so what I'm glad. I hope expert is not too much of a downgrade from deity, but I would say, <laughs> you know, not, you know, I think we're pretty equal. I uh, will make, you know, with NXT, but I think, like I said, with New Japan, I do doff my cap, sir, you know.
1: And and, and I appreciate that. I'll I take a bow or maybe you guys should be bowing to me. But, <laughs>
0: but don't push it yes no The expert
1: is perfectly fine perfectly
0: yeah. fine well like I said, we've got the premium live event slash takeover slash show we're going to call it many a thing today of course vengeance day three, three episodes of nxt as well but we're going to start with a little bit of news because we've got a little bit to catch up on uh and what the first bit of news is well one of the stars actually that we really like else we used to review nxt uk uh, Ginny announced she's actually retiring, uh, which may be a bit of a shock. Ginny wrote, After a long time away mm-hmm. due to injury, I've made a decision to hang up my fashionable boots. Thank you for all the memories. i remember the next chapter on the rest of my life. Every journey has to end, but in, an, in life, every ending is just a new beginning. I'm excited about what's next. Her last match took place against November 18th, 2021. Um, again, Monty's sad news because, uh, like I said, Ginny, for me, she had that it factor, you know?
1: Agreed, 100%. I mean, we we talked about it multiple times. And, uh, you know, sometimes I, I do this every now and then on podcasts, not just this one, but especially the one when we were doing NXT UK. Not sure how many people heard us talk about how much we <laughs> love Ginny, but to the people who do know. <laughs> dozens.
0: The dozens and dozens. Right, do-
1: the dozens that know. <laughs> That we, you know, they understand. You know, again, it's just kind of like, and I mentioned it later when we talk about other stuff that happened. But it's like that wink, wink, nudge, nudge to NXT UK. Anyone who literally spent any time watching her uh, in in the ring would know just how good she was. And to be doing that, I hate that. I, I hate that I'm already kind of talking about it past tense. You know, mm. I hate that because I really, to me, I didn't. I was only really getting to know her, so I really had big big things in my head for what she could possibly do down the line. But hey, you know, it wasn't meant to be whether it was the injury or whether it's just that it's just that time. You know, I think you you jokingly have mentioned that, you know, she's gonna be doing doing whatever she got to do with Gunther, making babies possibly, who knows? But it you know, not to take away anything that how great she was, because that's the thing about this. Like she had it down to a t- The character. Like every time it was a promo, you wanted to pay attention to the fashionista, to Jenny. She she did a great job. And that's something that I kind of like when I watch wrestling. I, l- I love to think about who who are the, person that, who are the people that grab your attention, mm. no matter what they're doing. And Jenny was definitely one of those people. So you kind of just tip your cap. You know, it's just sad to see her go because I think she had a lot of potential in the future for what she could have done, just under the WWE umbrella. But, you know, at the end of the day, the wrestling business is not a business that, honestly, I'm going to be real with you. As much as it can be a dream for all of us as fans, I can always understand when someone do not want to do that anymore. <laughs> I always will understand it, you know. Uh, you know, I hate it when you're forced out, but when you're allowed to go out on your own terms and you know do your own thing, uh, you know, you just kind of tip the cap and, like I said, wish wishing nothing but the best
0: going forward. Yeah, and this is the thing I hate. I hate it with, um, and it's got become more and more. Uh, this is the most recent fad in wrestling, I noticed just the amount of kind of couples and people joining promotions. It's like Juice Robinson going to AEW, I presume to be near a Tony Storm. Right. And it's just like Juice, man. Just And, and we've seen it. I know there's couples you know, me, Yim and Keith Lee, but mm-hmm. again, this is a whole Adam Cole to AEW or it's called a Brit Baker. And of course Ginny, um, I think, joins the Sable Club of asking, you know, <laughs> hitting on her right. a, a bar and realising who the husband is. Uh, But We know how tough uh, Gunther is, but Jenny's 35. Probably, you know, (laughs) if she wants to start a family uh, and then, you know, in a a couple of years' time or whatever it is, bring her in as, you know, uh, Gunther's manager. No issue with that or if she's happy doing what she's doing. But like I said, a great talent, respective of, you know, who her partner is or whatever it is. But like you said, uh, it is going to be a bit of a shame. And speaking of missing, not only... Are we missing out in the UK? Kind of how many people care, but we have to be missing out on the network. We like the Ric Flair documentary uh, and a lot of other stuff that they've been doing. That's on Peacock. Uh, as you said, Monty, riding the cock. Uh, but as we hear, not only are we not getting content, new independent wrestling events will not be featured on the network. Moving forward, Uh, they plan to stop and independent wrestling content, uh, and also some of it will be taken off. Most likely Insane Championship Wrestling and WXW already had their own streaming services, and they're going to be moved off the network. Uh, And it's going to be interesting to see because obviously that was one of the. I remember when you know we were speaking about oh the network's going to have independent content. I don't think to be fair we were thinking about this, even though it is great to see people like. You know, like we talk about NXT crew to see them in action, but when you think independent, you think with the vast library WWE's got to put on. Them, you know, will it be that big a mess either? You know.
1: Yeah, uh, it, it, it's it's crazy to think about it. You know, I saw I saw guys like Austin Theory for the very first time. I think uh, watching, uh, I think it was Evolve he was on or whatever. So, uh, but yeah. Uh, it it's kind of crazy when you think about it. But honestly, I still kind of was, I was one of those people who was shocked that they were allowing any type of uh, thing that wasn't under the WWE umbrella already to stream that much. So I, I really took it as a privilege at the time. So when you think about, uh, you know, again, that, that that time may be up and they may be doing something different, it really makes you wonder, like, what do they have? You know, are we just going to stick to just the, the occasional doc and, you know, whatever? Like, what are they going to start doing when it comes to fleshing out? And do they even look at Peacock or do they even look at that? Is it just a home for their premium live events now? Or is it what it used to be? I know I know it's still called the WWE Network over there and all of that, but, like, it, it's Peacock now. It's not really the network. So is that, bec- is that why, the reason why they don't really – build on much original content other than maybe table for three, maybe, you know, awesome podcast here. You know what I mean? So it really makes you wonder what's next and how do they continue to use Peacock and, uh, or any, any streaming service going forward? Because again, uh, who knows what's going to happen, especially with WWE sale and all that being in question down the line. So it's just a lot of big things that could be changing. And maybe Peacock is one of those things, or maybe, The network is one of those things. We will have to wait and see. But it does make you wonder, like, what do they do to flesh out or what do they do for content? Is it just going to rely on their library? What is going to be the future when it comes to streaming WWE
0: content? Yeah. And again, not to go into too much detail, but, you know, with the network here, Peacock is available here. But obviously it can't have the WWE shows on it. Because with other providers, it will go against the contract which is on for BT that shows it here in the UK. And the BT app basically is what I use to watch Raw, SmackDown, and then it's every week. The right. network, like you said, is literally there right. just for the premium live event. And again, another good point you made, another thing that could happen in the future is we could see the Raw Rumble WrestleMania as normal pay per view again. Uh, you know, because yeah. then, we, I used to do shows which were three hour long. On stuff, you know, new to the network, where it would be like swerved, or like you said, table for free, or all these mm-hmm. other programs you used to do. Documentaries, W twenty four series was excellent. You know, the night before, right? And kind of nothing now. And like you said, it, it's just there. I, I've used it probably twice in the past couple of weeks, and that's for Rumble and Vengeance Day. So it is. Yeah, exactly. and I do look, and I do. Look, I'm the one that looks. <laughs> <You> no. <know? laughs> <laughs> <laughs> nope new content i don't care this is awesome which is like a clip show uh, and the bump mm-hmm. are probably the only two shows there but yeah again, the bump. Right. it's it's not you know i'll say my cup of tea but you know i mean like you said it's gonna be interesting to see what happens in the future especially with the amount of streaming services there are anyway you know be it wrestling right. or you know tv sports whatever you you want you know i've probably got it down to like a manageable and that probably sounds crazy to some people. Some people have got everything. You know?
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, some people have everything under the sun because at this point, everything is behind someone's paywall. <laughs> yeah. Everything. So, yeah.
0: Well, we'll move on though, we'll talk about injury news. And Nikita Lyons announced that she has suffered a torn ACL and meniscus in the knee. What a surprise! Someone that had to. Mm. no
1: no you're right you're 100 right like it's just something it is something to say about that move like you literally drop down and put that extra pressure on your knees and then think about all the other offense that she used the kicks and the jumping kicks and some of the things that she would do like it makes sense when you think about it and it's not it's kind of unfortunate though because i think this is like the second time in a row right that she's you know, uh, did something to her uh, knee area, and I think this one is just a little bit more extreme. So, yeah, man, it, it's unfortunate, but I, 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 you, you said it. It's a great, great. It may be a great visual. It did, it did, it got her over, or at least got her, you know, going viral that move. But the long, the long term, it's already not really the most practical finish in the world, you know. Yeah, so was. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what she needs to reval- reevaluate. It's kind of yeah. funny she's doing the stuff with Zoe. Too someone who would understand, probably having to switch it up a little bit, you know, to protect
0: those legs, unless so, just like a jinx, you know, you just jinx, <laughs> <you're talking> <laughs> fair, yeah. Lyons has, though, like you said, a knee injury in her time. She announced in May 2022 she sprained and partially tore her MCL, leading her to remove from NXT Breakout Tournament. Mm-hmm. Only 23 Years old, and we'll look at uh Tegan Knox as well. You know, we, right. we must mention her suffering, I think, three devastating uh, mm-hmm. torn ACL. so you know, and uh, I think she's still on WWE <laughs> so you know,
1: she's definitely in right, right. We saw her in the rumble, <laughs> she was definitely there at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah. I can guarantee that. <laughs> uh, another thing I wanted to say, and I don't want to, and I'm not trying to do this because I don't police, I'm not really into especially when it comes to women's body, trust me, I know. What well, I get it don't. It's not my job to say anything. But if you see, if you notice, Teagan Knox, because of all that rehab, because of that and years and years, she had to lean down a little bit now. So I'm just saying. And I, again, we all know we can be honest here on this podcast. We know what part of Nikita's money is, okay? <laughs> but it, it it should be. It should be at least considered that maybe that's something that maybe need to done. Maybe need to be done to avoid further injury. Because, you, again, you don't want to – because that's the thing about Tegan Nox. I think everyone knows what she has the potential to be, but you're always wondering because of that track record. he's like, uh, you know, <laughs> please, I hope she does. I hope she sticks around. I hope she stays healthy as long as possible. No one wants to get that tag, especially when it comes to those – now, trust me, medicine is, is improving. Medicine is doing awesome things. The ACL used to be something that probably ended careers if you're going yeah. 20-something years ago. But the fact that she's came back from three just shows you how amazing, not only medicine, but how amazing she is. So, But you don't want to make a habit out of trying to rehab and come back from an injury like that. Because it's always, always, like everyone always knows, when you go through rehab, you lose a little bit of what you were just to gain, you know, just to get back to close to where you were. So
0: we, we it's never, tough, man. Imagine her walking in and just... <laughs> like. Definitely be just like, no, yeah. get out the door, you know. Like, yeah, <laughs> it'd
1: be messed up. It'd be horrible, right? But hey, like she comes back, smaller, and they are yeah. just like, oh, this is not Nikita. This is not what we. No, it's not what we thought. I'm like, and, no. And, like, and just yeah. in
0: case anybody's listening, go. Oh, look at that! I can assure you, when Finn Balor comes out, I look at him and go, man, that ripped. Look at that, you know. So again, it's yeah. balanced here on the podcast, but you know, people will look lines. Like I said, I didn't say it perverts, but she, she right. will be back. That's where she gets a pop. She will be back. Yeah. Yes. Hopefully. Anyway, three episodes of NXT to catch up on starting January 17th and we started with fun tag match to start. Uh, Apollo Cruz and Axiom beating Carmella Hayes and Trick Williams with Cruz pinning Hayes. Uh, Cruz, two things here, Monty. First off, Trick is getting better with the talent he's working with, which again, just keep him with Hayes and what's going on. And Cruz won a match. Should we celebrate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's believable again,
1: right? Number one contender. Woo! <laughs> he, he pinned someone. It's been a while. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it might be his first win back, i tell you that. But uh, like I said, great action to start. Yeah. All four 100%. involved. Well Tony D and Chalex Lorenzo went to the bridge where two dimes was thrown over the side. He told Stax as he stood behind him he was officially the underboss. Laya Valkyrie tried to win the award of stupidest wrestler ever, interrupting toxic attraction. What what did you think was gonna happen here? Come on. But I guess yeah. I guess she needed to set up the <laughs> bed, you know. <laughs> someone had to do it. So she just got there in a handicap. <laughs> I've Bill's getting sick of Creed's shit. She just said, Look, I'm sick of shit. Just saw it. all right? So Aruka beat Alba Fire. Do you know what? I actually fought Fire, and we spoke about this, had a uh, the chance at singles gold. Uh, that is, looks like it's done now. Fire attacked a referee Paige Carter and Chance tried to calm her, but she warned the champions she wanted their titles. Ooh. Gallus versus Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen. Jensen was badly injured, leading Briggs to get beat down by Wolfgang and Mark Coffey. Gallus put away with the power slam and combination. Briggs has shone in this team. But I think the biggest travesty, and we're going to speak about this a lot, why change Gallus's theme? Why change it?
1: <laughs> 100%, man. Why the hell would you change it, man? Uh, and then the kicker. The kicker about a lot of these new things. I noticed this at the Royal Rumble. Because like Finn Balor, for example, I like his new, his new kind of uh, brooding theme he has with Judgment Day. But it's just a um, uh, it's just a remix of the original song yeah. <laughs> we all know. So again, it's the same thing here. It sounds kind of similar. And then they, they like, no, stop reminding. If you're going to make a new song, you better make a new song that's better. And stop reminding me of the, <laughs> of the better theme. So
0: yeah, I hated that they changed it. <laughs> it's just, it's just, I just, I, I don't know who I could complain to about this. But I don't know why they've done it. But it's less catchy, and I'm, I'm never. It's just uh, simple. But no, you had to fuck around with it. Fear Hale versus Valentino Feroz. Electra Lopez passed brass knuckles to Feroz, who refused to use them. Yeah, that was right. That, <laughs> <laughs> that served her right. That allowed Fear Hell to pick up a first win with a face buster. The new day were out in uh, suits making fun of pretty deadly No Boy until Elton Prince and Kit Wilson walked out. Yes, boy. They were rightfully angry about the injustice they had suffered. Gallus took offence and a brawl broke out. Officials struggled to contain. Um, And a bit of news on that was meant to be – there was meant to be a funeral skit, actually, on NXT, uh, featuring the New Day and Pretty Deadly, but following the death of Jay Briscoe, age 38. So that shows a bit of class, doesn't it, Monty? decided to cancel the funeral skit uh, and pay homage to him. Very classy. Yeah, I
1: think very classy. I like a lot of the things that not only that, I mean, even – even mention it later because you gotta you gotta keep in mind. I know they tried out for WWE, but the Briscoe never stepped foot, as far as I remember, like officially, you know, in, you know, for any long period of time with WWE. So uh, to see all of that again, you know, I know a lot of people who worked with Jay, worked for WWE, and worked for NXT, at the time, so maybe that's why you know everyone everyone was just collectively hurt because we we again, it's just another sign that shows you that when we lose someone. In wrestling, it affects wrestling, not just members of whatever promotion they are. You know what I'm saying? You don't really understand how tight knit the wrestling community really is until something like that happens. So it was a very, very nice, uh, nice sentiment and everything to just scrap a whole entire idea, uh, for you know just because of, they thought it would be insensitive with the timing. And I, I, I just think that's a great move, great, great move to do that.
0: Yeah, I think without a doubt. Uh Javier Barnell was ready to sing Felice Havey Dad, but Tyler Bate interrupted. He ran over Bernal and finished him off with an awkward attempt at Tyler Driver ninety eight. Uh but my big question here <laughs> why you know it's going, why change Tyler Bates theme? Why are they doing it? It sounds so generic. It's horrible. What's
1: the it's horrible. It's... <laughs> oh. I don't, I don't get it, man. I, I'm not i am not going to... I don't know, man. It's just... I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. And it seems like whatever it goes, they think they can only get a couple
0: of these new things right. It's, <laughs> not, it's, it's like, oh, I tell you what. Why don't we make a shitter version of this song? <laughs> right. <laughs> How can I make this song sound as dry and as generic it's as it's, possible? <laughs> it's an independent... It's when they become independent wrestlers. This is their theme, you know, when when WWE can't sue them. Right. It's just, I don't know, but big good news. (laughs) The big strong boy said he's here to stay, so I'm happy about that. And then Toxic Attraction lost to Roxanne Perez. Valkyrie in the main event. Um, Again, not a bad main event, but every segment and match... Had an NXT UK talent bar one. Isn't that awesome? You know? Isn't that great? (laughs) 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 It just doesn't. Makes me happy. It really does. NXT UK. Alive and well. And then January 24th. We start with footage from the PC. And Grayson being. Well, Grayson. starting the fight with. First match was Indy Hartwell versus Tiffany Stratton. Tiff faked an injury. cheap shot arrival, then hit a roll in Fireman's carry slam and moonsault to win. Andre Chase put in a fear hail to mark her first win in NXT, but J D interrupted. Degrading Chase U. Chase ripped off his attire. And I really liked <laughs> when he just he just punched him. <laughs> no. that, that's what you want a guy in charge to do. Uh, led to a one-on-one match with JD getting the job done with the Devlin side after Duke Hudson walked out on the professor. Uh, just talk about JD quickly. He, do, do you think they know what they're doing with, with Jordan Devlin or do you think at the moment they just, because it just seems he's not doing much.
1: Yeah, I think since they, they they, they you know, even though they kind of eased, like we, saw, we talked about in that, that multi-man match that the Devlin lost. I guess maybe he did kind of lose his way out of the championship contention with uh, – I forgot the name. What is the name of the new match they did? Uh, the Iron Man Survivor. The Iron Survivor, yeah, yeah. So when he kind of lost that Iron Survivor situation, that kind of removed him from the title picture. So now he's just kind of like – I don't want to say he's in limbo, but he's kind of like in that era where it's like, ah, we can use you here, so we're going to use you. But right now you don't have an active story. You're just going to be irritating people – you're gonna be ear people that the fans like. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, that's kind of like his role right now. And I, I think sooner or later he'll probably end up mixing it up with maybe, uh, you know, I guess they don't want to run it back with Tyler Bates so soon, you know, because he had a lot, a lot of, a lot of uh, things when he first was getting introduced. He was uh, involved with a lot of people from the NXT UK. So, you know, I, I don't know if they're just trying to find some fresh opponents or anything, but. It does seem like, like you mentioned, that right now the vision for him is very, very unclear. We know he's not going to be in the world title picture, and uh, he's not – I don't know why he's not challenging someone or, you know, chasing after Wesley, but I guess right now Wesley's preoccupied. So, again, right now he's just waiting. Maybe that's maybe that'll be next. Maybe what I just mentioned, Wesley or something else down the line will be next for him. I, I actually wouldn't mind that the more I think about it. But uh, we'll, we'll have to see. But yeah, you're right. Right now they do seem a little bit uncertain with where they want JD to be.
0: Well, up next we get Ivy Nile, Tatum Paxley versus Keanu James, with Helen Henley, after James tripped Ivy from behind, kept tack the Tatum Paxley from interfering. Henley won with a shining wizard. Poor Ivy. No one's taken more hits than Ivy Nile these past few months here on NXT. God damn Shawn Michaels. with uh, <laughs> the creepy Brothers. Versus Drew Gulak and Hank Walker. Gulak wasn't a fan of Diamond Mind. This led to a match. Cree Bros beating our boy Hank and Drew. Who Gulak did not tag out. Left Hank alone to take a Brutus Bomb for the loss. Afterwards the Cree Brothers put over Ivy. Oh there we go. And put them uh, for getting them back on track. However Indusher and Jinder Mahal arrived to challenge them. And Niall accepted. Apollo Crews headed to Hayes' favourite barbershop. Melo and Trick met him there, uh, and Cruz and Hayes agreed to two at a 3 falls match. I think my favorite line was even like Melo saying to Cruz, what are you doing here? He's like, well, what, what, just because of your place. No, you haven't got any hair. Like, that's, I suppose, the whole point. Uh-huh.
1: He said what everyone was thinking, by the way. <laughs> yeah. What everyone was thinking.
0: <laughs> just, you know, put it out there. Uh Lecture Lopez versus Wendy Chu. We see Chu begin to come back. She blast we see uh, Lopez low blasting with brass knuckles for the free count. Faroz was frustrated but seemed to understand Oh use them to win. Ah that's what I did oh. wrong last week. Lucky. Tony D <laughs> Tony D'Angelo
1: now, you know what, I also want to say, it's very interesting that you have William Regal's son on your roster,
0: but a, a lecturer is the one using Dempsey goes to his bag And he's like, where, where are they? Where's my dad's Where's my socks, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to get a lot of shit for the next bit, but Tony D'Angio and Channon Stacks Lorenzo celebrated their new partnership at a fancy Italian restaurant. They shared spaghetti, and didn't realise they both had the same bit. As they sucked it and got closer, their eyes met in a non-stop gaze. And finally, <laughs> after what seemed like hours, but was only seconds, they kissed each other. Grayson Wallace sauntered into the ring and called out <laughs> on Breaker his fake NXT championship. The locker room tried to stop the NXT champ from fighting him, but the two still brawled until Wallace sent Breaker... Through the barricade, I wouldn't have minded if they didn't show the break after <laughs> they showed. Like, look, this is the wall where the hole was. So, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this is where it easily breaks.
1: <laughs> Fucking right. He's gonna. This is exactly the spot that I want you to run through, right? <laughs> <here>. <laughs> and then they proceed to run through it. <laughs> it's
0: just... I don't know. I don't know. even afterwards where you saw it broke away. But the NXT Women's Tag Championship chance and Carter versus Alba Fire and well, so Ruka came out and stood in Fire's corner. Well, I'm I think Fire's chances here will help. Nope, she got hit with a Let <laughs> Breaker combo for the win, and that was it. But Monty, it's almost you say. Dozens of people listen to NXT UK. Someone in WWE's listening to us because afterwards, Fire yes. walks away with Iron. Uh, you see, <laughs> that, fucking brilliant. And then I got excited. They're definitely
1: listening to us and booking and Now it's just like, we're the one. We we saw it coming. You know what I mean? Like, no, no. That, we we're going to do that the, the entire time. Don't worry. Yeah. They're going to do it the entire yeah. time. Sure.
0: And then I thought, well, that would be an interesting match of Vengeance Day. Nope. And Jane's <laughs> instead. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did that come from? <laughs> I agree.
1: Uh. It was a meeting too. It's like, right, it, it wasn't that long in between the segments where they were like, we show you this. Oh, nice, new, interesting tag team who can challenge for the title. Oh, no, the people who don't even like each other. Let's just, let's go uh, with this. Uh,
0: what the <laughs> fucking hell? Cora J tried to talk uh, down about Lyra Valkyrie, but the camera cut to Nikita Lyons, who'd been injured in the XC parking lot. Hope it's not a serious injury. Uh, <laughs> Wesley and Dijak <laughs> met, met in the dark room where the champ refused to show any fear in the face of these champ. Gigi and JC threw catty shots at one another until Roxanne Perez mocked both of them. The two members of the Toxic Attraction looked ready to fight each other, but then switched modes, stomping the NXT Women's Champion and sending her through a table during their contract signing. Showman with Dolan and Jane holding the championship belt together. Now, Monty, I'm sorry. But even if you're playing along, you wouldn't talk that much shit about each other throughout. I mean, they went for it. There was no.
1: They went for it, man. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, so this is, and I, and I got it. I kind of figured that they were just going to swerve us, but because it was too early for them to already not like each other. I figured that. But it's, to that extent, it's like, no, hold on. They've been waiting to turn on each other for a while. <laughs> If this is how they're talking about each other, it's like, wow, they've already thought this through. <laughs>
0: wow. Well, yeah, <it's> <laughs> there's many a true word said in jest, but yeah, it's a step too far. Uh, Gigi got the best of it, but it's, it's not a competition. Last episode, January 31st, Creed Brothers versus Indus Show. We've been for this match for a very, very long time. Jinder Mahal grabbed the leg of Julius <laughs> to slow him down. team
1: we be all right? Something
0: like that. It. God, it's, it's almost as long as LA Knight versus Bray Wyatt. Thought we were going to have a pitch black match. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what we were going to get. Right. Uh, Ivy got in the open to threaten Jinder and was knocked down Julius. Ju- Julius and Brutus forgot she was a wrestler. Uh, so Brutus attended to Niall. fear Took him down. And they didn't even bother with a double-team move. That's what I was disappointed with. It was just, <laughs> just a chokeslam chokes while, chokes while, while Veer watches, I guess, or whatever. <laughs> <That's laughs>
1: stands thing. with his arms raised. <laughs> like, really? Not even a double chokeslam? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um Julius very well in this and saved Veer from breaking his neck, which, again, is a yes. <laughs> West Street, man. <laughs> Yeah, fair play. Um, Zoe Stark, after an impressive rumble run, beat Indy Hartwell, who was also in the rumble. Uh, the Hill attacked Hartwell after the match until Soa Ruka made the save. Ooh, can't wait. Wesley, with a pointless promo. Bronze older brother Dijak beat Von Wagner. And do you know what? This was <laughs> sufficiently good. This was better than it should have ever have been. It was just two big, meaty men slapping meat, you know?
1: Yeah, and again, I think guys like and again, and I hate to do this because you're right. This is probably one of those times where I have an opportunity to say something positive about Vaughn Wagner, <laughs> but I'm gonna choose to just put it over die Jack because <laughs> look, look at the type of match he got out of Vaughn freaking yeah. Wagner, man. Like you mentioned, uh, no, but it, it was it was definitely way better than it had any any right to be. I say that
0: without that. doubt. I'm speaking of great match. Well, so woo, woo, easy. That, was, that wasn't a right match. But speaking of great matches, it's, it's speaking of St. Kells, uh, <laughs> we see Bait versus Axiom. I loved Axiom wondering what happened to A-Kid. I mean, this is... What happened to a Because, like you say, only you and I are laughing at this. Like the, the, the booking energy for us <laughs> at this moment in time, just, just, you know...
1: My fiance was like, Hold on, isn't he a kid? I'm like, See, yes, he, 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 he was. And I'm just chuckling the entire time.
0: Is even Bate going, Do you know what? There's a lot of similarities between the two. <laughs> right, you remind me of him. I'm
1: not sure what it is.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Well,
1: Damon... Even Kemp got in on <laughs> it. Like, oh, whenever you see A-Kid, you know, tell him he's trash or whatever. It's, so. it's,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kemp wasn't a fan, though. But Tyler beat, did beat Axiom. The big strong boy pulled off the win with a Tyler driver. And then Damon Kemp both afterwards. Of course, Damon was in NXUK UK for a cup of coffee. And do you know what? I haven't heard limeys as an insult for a while. So it was quite, it's quite difficult. <laughs> you are... limeys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fair enough, but the the action was excellent. I'm pleased people can see it now. <laughs> you know, people go, "Oh, fucking hell. right!"
1: <laughs> you know? Like I understand that. I saw that. Like I was, oh yeah, see, they had a Heritage Cup match on the on the little tablet, and now here we are, running it back here. You know, like we appreciated it, but it's so great. Again, like you mentioned, I literally heard someone talk about Blair Davenport earlier. And they were saying uh, and after, you know, after what happened between her and Will Ospreay, when Ospreay gave her a cutter and kind of kicked her out of the empire, she went into hiding, which was NXT UK. Oh. <laughs> so, they, yes, they literally called it into hiding. That's what they meant. So, like, <laughs> yeah. that's how bad it was. So, I'm so glad these guys are on TV every week now. Well, like I
0: said, the joke, <laughs> joke's on them because... We- and bait, we've got Isla Dawn with Alba Fire. Uh, that mm-hmm. set- I mean, it was a ceremony better being reborn or letting go of her ego or some shit. And then we had <laughs> the woman that I dislike the most in the next UK, Stevie Turner, making an in ring debut. There was Vic. 4D, Vic did mention 4D for a second, and no, I shut up, Vic.
1: <laughs> he did Sh-
0: shut up, Vic. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Just shut up. Uh but Danny gave Stevie Turner more of a fight than she expected. However, the steamer the streamer <laughs> not a steamer took out Palmer, a pump <laughs> kick DDT, and a set out side slam for win. And I tell you saying, Stevie Turner looked better in this match than her entire NXT UK run.
1: That's a fair play. Fair play. And I want to tell her this too. I like the DDT better than the than the, the Uranite. <laughs> The way she whipped the DDT, I was like, no, nah, that that you finish it with that. You don't need the the other move." But there you go.
0: Sometimes they do flog a dead horse. There was I can't remember what match I was watching, but it's like you it hit really cool finisher, and then two other just completely unnecessary moves. It felt like he finished on the clothesline. He's just like,
1: well, "What? What are you doing, it's like, bro? Finish the match. He, he's man. dead. He dead. Nice, he just dropped her <laughs> on her head. She's gone. She's what gone. are you doing?"
0: Dude. Uh, Charlie Dempsey and Drew Gulak had a technical battle. Fans would expect of the two submissions. We're getting spoiled on this NXT, basically, when it comes to actual wrestling. Because Gulak fought a crossface chicken wing through Dempsey. Face first into Hank Walker to set up a surprise pinfall. And do you know what? This has not been a a bad story told either. It's not a main storyline. But again, this is a bit like the NXT where everything's kind of happening for a reason school with Dempsey and Walker. And you wouldn't be surprised if you saw switcheroo in this one. Uh, Dempsey loses. But I think the motion ended in the pin. <laughs> it was just like...
1: Right? That's a great point. <laughs> like, definitely expecting one of them to, get to have to tap out or something. So, yeah, man, that, what a, what a shot. But it was definitely some solid, solid work here. And I agree. I think they've done a great job. It may be dragging to some people, but I think they've done a great job of just doing a little bit every week, a little bit, adding another layer to the story uh, every week. I think we all can kind of see that. I don't know how long Gulak and Hank will last together, but I guess we'll have to, we'll have to you know ride, ride it out and see how the story goes. But uh, definitely a, a nice little first encounter here when it comes to Gulak and uh, Dempsey.
0: Well, this is a weird thing, because it's like, even in my, because obviously we've got our NXT Today and you can imagine Gulak getting rid of Hank and saying, "Look, look, you use this to me," and becoming a team with Dempsey, or kind of managing him. And then you know uh, you've got Chase. You, of course, uh, you know Andre Chase. Uh, maybe he has problems with Duke Hudson. Mm-hmm. Duke Hudson turns on him, needs a new student. Old Hank, there You know, long-term storytelling. That's what, that's what we're to Agree. You know, like, but it does make sense in a way because, like you said, in NXT. The problem is, we've just had matches and things that happen that just have no connectivity. If you know what I mean. Like, like I said, if at least is little stories, and little things, um, which is which can only be a good thing. Anyway, one hundred
1: percent. NXT was always at its best when they built stories. You know, yeah. uh, at, you know, one week at a time. So I think if they get back to that, NXT can only get stronger.
0: Exactly, and then the main event, the most uh, well, I think, unnecessary match, really. I think it was unnecessary to add Gallus to the tag team match, but we get the new day invitational, the dyad versus Mallet Blade, Eddie Sanofi versus Chase. You winner would be added to Vengeance Day. Reed and uh, Fowler had a plan that played out in isolating Chase. Finally, Duke got the big hot tag and turned the action round. Chase U picked up the win with the fratliner on Reed. The night ended with Gallus and Pretty Deadly staring down Chase U, the new day, and celebrating the win of the underdogs. The new day did more to put over, <laughs> like I said, uh, put over Chase U than it was anything else. I'm not saying this victory came out of nowhere, but it's a bit of a surprise it got added so quickly to this tag team match, you know?
1: Yeah, I agree. You know, uh, Honestly, it's always hard, kind of harder to gauge, especially down there in Orlando, just how how how, how over Chase you is uh, when, when they have their entire little section that's that's dedicated to them. But uh, you're right, the new day definitely did a great job here, kind of giving the rub to chase you, and uh, yeah, I I didn't think I was kind of shocked. I thought the Dyad were probably going to be that choice, or you know, even even Idris and Malik, I think. Uh, initially you would give them a, a shot here, but seeing Chase, you pick it up, it, it was it was done well, and I, I thought the match played out pretty good itself too. So I didn't have too much of a problem with it, but uh, it definitely made uh, it harder to pre- not only to predict, but it definitely gave, added another element to the match that, like you mentioned, honestly, when they even added Gallus to it, I thought, okay, well, we can just leave it here at a triple threat. But, you know, going with the four-way, I, you know, I, I, after watching this match, I was like, okay, we can go for it. Let's see what happens. But uh, again, it was kind of, it's still kind of cool because Chase used feels like something that have grown organically, you know, uh, when it comes to NXT. So I do think it is kind of cool to even see them seriously in this spot, especially when you think about how many Ls Chase used Chase to take. <laughs> well,
0: this is what is worth saying, and also like I said with the story with Duke, it's again, it's another secondary storyline that actually, yeah. everybody's into it, so it's actually working quite well, you know, and we don't know if Duke is interested in fear, we, we all assume, this is the difference between like, wrestling well booked, and not, It's anybody can put two people together like this, even mm-hmm. when Duke turns on Chase, and we go, well we knew it was going to happen, it's like you said, extending that, and building emotion in that. Uh, is Sami Zayn in the Bloodline? We all knew what was going to happen, but we enjoyed the ride, and what a fucking ride it was, you know, and is.
1: Right, and at first you probably thought it was weird, anyway, because where Sami was in the, on the card and storyline wise, you probably thought, "What the hell did he need to do with the Bloodline?" That don't make sense, right? But then, like you said, as the story continued to get told week after week after week, now you know, now now everyone is probably is probably one of the most invested in storyline in wrestling right now so again it probably is the most invested in storyline but the point is like you mentioned is that is that building it up sometimes sometimes uh stories can drag but usually when you can get an end goal and you can get people invested in the characters and then you can get to your end goal even if that is the predictable end goal maybe you know who knows but a lot of times, because of how great a story can be told, it can go so many different ways i know i I, I doubt when they began to book that Sammys anything they thought this would lead to a title match between Sammy and Rome, but out. you know yeah. they told their story so well here we
0: are and' I'm not we are not saying like you know, that but
1: and we're not comparing those storylines at all no <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, like, it's, like it's organic how it. Happen. So there we go. That is NXT. Right. We're going to move on February 4th and it is time for Vengeance Day. But it's kickoff first. Matt Camp and Pete Roseberg in the studio. There is no point watching. But here we go. Uh Mackenzie Mitchell's in Charlotte. Leave it. No shot of the arena. It must be bare bones at the moment. The cage match will be no escape allowed. Okay. Pretty Deadly video? Which yes, I hate, boy. by the way. I Hang on, I'm celebrating it. Pretty Deadly. The whole point yes, of a cage match. Sorry, go on. Well, yeah, a ca- yes, stupid, boy. isn't it? Sorry. I've
1: yes, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I never liked it. Like, why? What's the point? I thought the whole gimmick with the cage is about escaping. Like, why do we... Like, if we wanted to see when someone just get pinned or, or tap out, I mean, you, just, you just have a normal match. Uh, whatever. Just move yeah.
0: on. It's <laughs> fucking stupid. Uh, Briggs and Jensen giving James and Henley some... Uh, gents and say, look, just don't fall on your face like I did. Alright? That's as simple as that. New day with new shirts. And on to the main show. That was it for kit Ke- It was pointless. It really, really was. This is though, and Monte as you alluded to earlier as well, the first takeover P premium live event out of Florida. Well, you could say since April second, twenty twenty two, which will stand and deliver, but on the road since NXT Portland which was in I think 2019 or 2020, and do you know what's 17. crazy? 19, it must be 90 I went back. Oh, early listen, oh, I went back you. and listened to it. I think it's early 2020 because yeah. I went back and I went to hear your voice, and it was Dan's. And I thought the <laughs> last what Monty's not <laughs> had a proper NXT takeover with me. Do you know? like,
1: exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's crazy. That's
1: what I That's what I was saying, man. That's why that was the first thing I wanted to tell you, because I was like, it's amazing to think about. <laughs> it really is. Time flies, man. Time flies. But it was great to see them back in an arena, man.
0: Yeah, it's unbelievable when you think, you know, like I said, this is the first proper takeover. But obviously, we're going to be back on the road. Uh, and this is fun. Like I said, be back in a proper arena with the fans around. And Monty, I will say it's good to have you by my side. For this one, we see the show begins with video package of Charlotte Flair hyping up the matches on the show for all people walking down a runway-type set because uh, they're in Charlotte, North Carolina, you see. We've got Charlotte. Clever. Don't tell Jaxie because, she, you know, she's like... There was no kind of big shots of the <laughs> crowd, but uh, we had Vic and Booker on commentary. I didn't mind the layout, you know. Like I said, there was a, the, the top two seconds... I used to I thought well the old NXT would have sold out. But again, I didn't mind the layout because it, it looked quite open and the way WWE do it, it did look like a, a full arena, so to speak.
1: Yeah, it was uh, certain shots I think maybe every now and then when they would zoom out a little bit, you probably could make out that you know, some of those empty seats. But honestly, like you mentioned, they did a really good job presentation wise of making it still feel like a big time like WWE arena event. So, uh, you know, I don't think like you mentioned, they really did a great job to set. I thought was pretty cool. Uh, you're hundred percent right. The old NXT band, the, the, it would have been a buzz in that arena like none other. So you do, you do kind of notice that, but, uh, it, again, it was still awesome. Like I mentioned earlier to see them out of that same confined uh, space when it comes down to Florida, seeing those same fans and all of that. It was great to finally see, uh, you know, fresh faces, see who really can command uh, an audience of that size, too.
0: Without a doubt, like I said, it's a big opportunity for all this talent involved. Uh, but, it, like I said, with the, the way the, the layout was uh, and the way the lighting and the everything kind of, and the sound, I think, was the main thing, because even we talk about standing and deliver, they're a bit echoey with the people, There was no echo here. It sounded like there was a full crowd uh, in. Which really, really helped it out. And what helped out more than anything else was the opening match. NXT North American title. Wesley versus Dijak. At first, Lee tried to suck a Dijak in by pretending to lie down for him. Uh, <laughs> but when he went for a cover, Lee kicked him right in the head. For most of the match, Dijak was dominating his opponent while Lee would make a comeback every few minutes to hit a few big moves. I mean, Dijak was throwing Lee around like I do microphones, Monty, you know. It took three attempts for Lee to German Dijak, (laughs) which, again, is great storytelling involved. Dijak nearly broke his neck off the apron, then Lee showed us his handspring and springboarding ability, diving outside and back in. Uh, But Dijak said, hold my beer, because he landed on his head, after a hurricane runner off the top. I mean, honestly, that replay, I think, got the holy shit and a this is awesome chance. But I thought he was dead for a second.
1: Yeah, even Booker T's reaction to the actual replay was great because I think he didn't notice at the time that that's how he landed. But yeah, that was it was absolutely sick because it just looked like he got spiked, man.
0: Uh, Lee squashed him, but DiJack kicked out and got a this is awesome chance. Uh, Tony D and Stack showed up to interfere, but Dijak took him out with a moonsault. After Dijak tied Lee to a chair with a broom, anywho, shouldn't allow Lee to take advantage <laughs> and hit his finisher to score the win. Now, Monty, I thought this was a fantastic opener.
1: Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Honestly, like the the, the energy, the, the the crowd being behind Wesley, but also just as the match developed into the amazing encounter it became, the crowd was just really just into just giving both guys love and props because that's just how great he did. I, I did. I can't help but after looking at this result and say, Dijak has to be sick of this fighting for the North American title, having classic matches just to not win. Like, he just has to be sick of that outcome to where he just goes and down the NXT it picks exactly where he left off, honestly. When you think about it, when he was Dodger Kovik. So, uh, but this match was so good, man. Just what a way to kick off the show. And you, you said it all. It's really hard for me to even put all those big spots and uh, the beautiful striking that they had in that. It was just hard. I it can't, can't even really put give it, do it justice. I honestly just go check out this match if you can, because that's just how great it was. The only negative I can think of was like you penciled out early, the two lovebirds. Tony D and you know, I really, really, really wish they kept their word and just left this match the hell alone. Cause I could have swore a few weeks before that, Dajak was—I t- mean, uh, Tony D was telling uh, Stacks, "Ah, oh, don't worry about Dijak. And then they come out and they just for some reason step right in front of <laughs> Dijak. <laughs> and, like I just hated the placement of that. I was like, that finish is the only problem I can even say I got. It, it was so overbooked. This would have been a perfect title defense if you let Wesley overcome him straight up or if you let die jack be too much but i think Shawn michaels kind of punked out or whoever made the decision punked out at the end there uh, did not want to make DiJack look a certain way and he went with this finish and I, I really wish they didn't because the fight that they put up put on until that moment deserved a definitive victory but i am excited to see what happens next because it wasn't definitive where do we go now in the north american title picture so it is interesting to say that, but I gave it four and three quarters because the only thing I could take away from it was the overbooked finish, in
0: my opinion. I mean, there's a couple of things i took take a note of here. Jack for me, just looks awkward with this character. Like I said, we've seen Dominic Dijakovic, we've seen this Jack, we've seen T-Bar, and I just don't know if it's, he is awkward or will grow into it. But he's just fire in the ring. You mentioned it with Von Wagner, with Wesley, talking about classic matches with Keith he's Lee. He's unbelievable. You know, man. like it doesn't matter. Side yeah. tall I mean we won't call Keith Lee fat, but you know what I mean? Like big men, little men, put him in the ring. He has a banger. It's just it's that character and connecting. Could he connects with the audience through his With of... people. Yeah. Right. Just... Right. I just I don't with Dijon, I just think he's he's missing that out a little bit. Uh, and also another thing, talking about connection with the fans, because we know baby faces can get bland, but the underdogs mm-hmm. like Ray or even Sami Zayn, right. Lee, Wesley connecting with the crowd. And I it's know right here. it's honestly just like their crowd was so into this. I, I, I it was like being back at a takeover. That, that's how good yes. this opening match was for me.
1: I agree. The energy was a hundred percent there. They really bought into him fighting the bigger man here. And you're a hundred percent right, also, with Dijak's character thing. I think that's probably the only thing that's ever been a knock on him is how do you get people to believe in him as a character? And I and I, I'm with you coming in and just kind of talking about justice and doing this and and you know just making angry faces and you're not to be you, you know he looked like a guy who's not to be messed with anyway. So, like, what's more – it's kind of like – it's funny. They did this segment with uh, Robert Stone and Vaughn Wagner. He was like, you know, make someone care about you, Vaughn, basically. <laughs> and Dijak kind of so has the same you, thing, yeah. you know. Right. He kind of has the same thing going on with his character. Like, make someone care about who you are. But we love everything about him when it comes to wrestling. You bring that bell, Dijak is going to bring it. And this is exactly what you saw here. And Wesley was the perfect, uh, like you mentioned, underdog. And it was a great – Great, great story told there between them two. I just really wish that Stax and Tony D left them alone.
0: Yeah, no, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to give it four and three quarters out of five. I thought I was over, but you know, because I, I love NXT. And when it's like this, this is the reason why I have loved it and still love it. And loved it when it was, even when it turned it back on us. And you were here, Monty, for that. <laughs> I still stuck with it. You know, I didn't know it'd be, it'd be all right. Uh, Through know, the dark days. Right, and <laughs> It would be remiss to not mention broken fucking finger. What a gnarly shot that was.
1: I think if you notice, Wesley, after he was celebrating, he looked over at him, and I think he saw what we saw, and you can kind of see, like, Like, yeah, that was bad. It was, oh, my goodness. What a shot.
0: Yeah, and what a match, and what a way to start us off. Uh, But predictions... It is bonus league time, and like I said, the bonus predictions. At this time, the scores are Jaxie's on 8, Monty's on 11, and I am on 12. So, in the first match, me and Monty went diejack, Jaxie and Gina went Wesley. Would you fucking believe it? <laughs> <laughs> we are the experts, though. So I'm sure we've got time to fight back in this one, we'll be all right. NXT had a watch party. Good for them. Uh, Mackenzie Mitchell and if you Caden Carter and Caden chance. they said nothing of note. Uh, and up next, they're in action because the NXT Women's Tag Team title match, Fallon Henley, Keanu James versus Kadana Chance and Caden Carter. We see James and Carter start for their teams with a basic lock-up. Carter to the Cowboys at ringside to anger James. The story of this match, if I can say that, was Henley and James having communication issues because they don't get along. Uh, But both of them still wanted to win. But I tell you something, Chance and Carter, the amount of double-team moves they were hitting, I'm thinking this is not going to end well because they were beating the shit out of them. In the end, Henley ended up covering Carter close to the rope, so James held Carter's legs down to keep her pinned without Henley's knowledge. That's how... Your NXT women tag team titles change hand on an on an angle in a singles match used here. Monty, 186 days pissed up the wall. <laughs> For the tag yeah, team title reign.
1: This is in a match where you show us that the tag champions are the better team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you said, that was the story. The tag champs are the better team here, and they still lose. So. Yeah, man, what a what a what a way, what a way to do it. Uh, I like obviously we uh, it was not what I was expecting to happen, uh, and I don't know. I, as a matter of fact, you kind of saw the crowd reaction. I don't even think the crowd the crowd didn't expect it either. It was a lot of guys with their hands on their head, just like what, couldn't believe it. So, uh, but it was still a pretty good match, you know, uh, and especially better than my expectations coming in. And uh, I like I said in Chance was the better team. They executed like that. You even mentioned that. But in the finish, uh, I just, again, I was not expecting it to go that way, but I kind of knew. I was like, I was debating, but I was predicting something was going to go, not as I see, as I, I would imagine uh, imagined it's supposed to go. Uh, but I, I still did not see them us getting new champs. But I guess we'll just have to see what they're going to do with that story going forward, forward and what does that mean for the tag title. Particularly when I talk about earlier that we have an even more interesting team kind of waiting in the mm. in the means, in my opinion, who can be tag champions going forward. So I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Maybe they're trying to protect Caden Caden and uh, Patana from that, or you know, I don't know what the hell going on, and they're just they're just you know passing the belts around because it would have it, it makes a nice new you know nice new team to be there because it felt like Carter and Chance were running out of opponents. That's another element of it. So I don't know. But we'll have to wait it out. I think my final thoughts was like three and three quarters. Yeah, three and three quarters.
0: Well, like I said, 186 days, rain. You would maybe think Chance the cart would go on the main roster uh, because they're one of the only tag teams. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the only thing James and Henley did to get a shot is be a tag team. But credit to them. They did use a tag move during this match. And at least they're not Briggs and Jensen. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be happy. I mean, thank fuck this didn't start the show. The reaction of the crowd is mainly due to booking. We should learn they changed women's titles on takeovers. They fucked us about three times here and they've probably switched tar- the title on NXT. Uh, out of nowhere too, just in a random <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Just... Another random throwaway tag match. <laughs> maybe No maybe, story maybe. whatsoever. Maybe we got too cocky thinking it and fire going to challenge him. You know, we thought, oh, no, they won't change the titles yet. And it's just, yep, <laughs> just do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> but uh, as you said, it was clunky. I'm going to give it three and three quarters out of five predictions. Well, Monty, you and I, of course, went Chance and Carter. <laughs> Incredibly, Jackson and Gina went Henley and James. Can can you both of them? Both of them. They're 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 never going to listen to this. They're both cheated here, right? They're both copied each (laughs) other's answers because I'm sorry, but both of them, (laughs) like you said, it's it's not.
1: Both of them thought of That's crazy,
0: right? (laughs) (laughs) It's right. Hmm. Wow! Yeah. All right. So, girls two boys, <laughs> nil at Vengeance Day watch party. Drew Gulak and Hank Walker talked about the show. Gulak wanted Walker to get wrestling gear. Now, he's a, like you get some gear, man. Wrestler. And I'd say, what Hank? I don't know if someone's doing off. He was pissing himself. He was having a really good time. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just good old Hank, I suppose. We then see (laughs) Laia Valkyrie cut a promo on Cora Jade. She says that Jade is two-faced since Jade called her out for a match and then backed out of it. She issued an open challenge for NXT. And then we move on. Two out of three falls. Carmella Hayes versus Apollo Crews. Really good promo video. Actually making sense, kind of, of Apollo in NXT and making Mello just look magic, you know. Uh, And not only that, but these Hey Williams with a special introduction listing all his accomplishments <laughs> in NXT. I mean, man, you were so fuck. I, every time I see Hayes, I go, you are so fucking right. You were so right. So early. <laughs> Do you know, it's, it's so early. <laughs> and that's what you got to appreciate. I'm on the fucking bandwagon now. And weirdly enough, I'm still, people are going to be in two, three years time. They're gonna be like, "Oh, you were a fan earlier." You go, "You think I was?" <laughs> right,
1: right. Oh, I can't wait. I, I cannot wait. That's honestly that was one of the things I was hoping for. I think that's why he was part of my Raw Rumble prediction. I was like, you know what? I want, I can't, I want someone to not know who Carmelo is, <laughs> so I can just. Talk their ear off about how good he is, and you're 100% right. He looked like the biggest star in NXT with that introduction you know, the accolades and just everything about the presentation. They have hit it out the park when it comes to Carmelo, and um, he has hit it out the park. So, yeah, man, I'm I'm happy that I'm that I that I, uh, you know, was right, but he, the one who went out there and continued to every week show you why I saw that he was going to be special even in the breakout tournament you know all the way back then to those days when when he when I didn't even really have a clue that it would be to this level I'm just a hundred percent I love the way they presented him and like you mentioned every uh every premium live event all the ones in Florida that he was a part of it seemed like he was you know kind of building to this so it was a nice touch to kind of continue that tradition of him you know having the jerseys and the rafters and all that type of stuff uh, in
0: Charlotte. Yeah that's one of the things I love about just wrestling in general the way your opinion can change or just the way you look at certain wrestlers like the way I looked at Hayes to begin with was just a kind of like I don't know it's just anybody in Ring of Honor do you know what I mean that could do like a springboard or something like that and then right. you realise oh shit there is something there and trick as to the presentation so much as well I will say like um, not Obviously in ring, but just the whole... Even the comparisons, you know, Shawn michaels S because he's got the kind of big man mm-hmm. behind him. You know, I, I love all that shit. Crew's also got a special entrance running through his WWE crew up to this point. He's peaked. Uh, they're giving this... <laughs> <laughs> they're giving this... The real big match feeling here. And of course the two are both gifted technicians and high flyers, so they start with a fast-paced exchange of holds and takedowns. Uh but I, I thought they started wrestling a bit like it was an Ironman Man match. And I thought, how fucking long is this gonna be? <laughs> like but again I, 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 still, I still enjoyed it. <laughs> Williams is at ringside praying for a comeback from Hayes and his prayer got answered when Hayes hit La Misca for a near fall. An elevated cutter got two for Hayes, locked in a cross face. Cruz tapped out, giving Hayes the first fall. Now, Monty, you're a massive Melo fan. How many times has he won with mm-hmm. the crossface finisher?
1: <laughs> this is the first time I've ever seen it, especially particularly in NXT. I, don't, I can't speak for anything before this. But, yeah, in NXT I've not seen him make anyone, not only with the crossface, I don't think I've seen him make anyone submit in general. So, yeah, yeah man, first time for
0: everything, huh? <laughs> <You can't> even, <laughs> I think it was answered like Vixx. Go- or oh, oh, Book said, "Oh, maybe they You know, he tapped out early because you know he wanted to save himself." And it's just like Book like, no, "No, no, he didn't." <laughs> nah, nah, yeah,
1: he just, <laughs> no, nah, it hurt.
0: Nah, hurt. just tapped out. Yeah, uh, they trade shots to start the second full cruise. Uh, Pops off a trio of Germans for hitting a standing shooting style press for a near full. Uh, and just as it looked like Trick was going to interfere with still chair. Dabakato, and we know that because Vic Joseph mentioned his name. Rather than who is this big man, whoever it is, it was Dabakato. <laughs> uh, obviously, the former commander Aziz showed up to prevent Trick from interfering. So I guess the vision came true. Whoa! Somehow, though, Hayes got the advantage and hit the time of the leg drop to win. All right, cool. Two and O. Oh. Like I said, cementing in oh, place, but. After the match, Kato laid out Cruz with a choke bomb and chair. Why try to help him win? I guess we'll find out soon enough. Again, you either probably loved this match or hated it. Monty, <laughs> what was your fault?
1: Yeah, man, like we mentioned, uh, Melo did look like a star, and I do I must say he I mean, looked like even a, uh even bigger story after completing the sweep, because I don't that that doesn't happen often. We talk anyone who watch enough two out of three falls matches in wrestling, you know, it's rare that you get a sweep uh, like that. But uh, I did find this match enjoyable, but uh, I will be honest, it was definitely missing something to me. The intensity wasn't necessarily there. Uh, especially, if, let's compare it to like the opening match. I think the intensity maybe it's because it had a title on the line, maybe because of the stakes, even though this match had stakes, it did not feel like uh, that. And maybe it was more, maybe it had something to do because I just expected Melo to win. And like, I know that going for Apollo in this spot to get another shot at Braun just didn't make sense. So maybe that took away from it. But uh, this was still a really good match, though. It was great. It was cool to see Kato uh, again. I, I like, i we mentioned. Where the hell would the big where the hell did he go? Where the hell did the big some of these big fellas disappear to, like him and Shanky? Uh, so it honestly didn't surprise me uh, that he turned on him, because I we mentioned that giant man abyss room that he kind of was left in <laughs> for, for however long. But it did shock me that he showed up to help, but it <laughs> making Apollo look like a fool. <laughs> like, like immediately. I didn't I, I really didn't understand I was like, I thought he was helping him. But then they confirmed it by him turning, but he did just help him. So why did he, t- again, that part, I was kind of like, okay, uh, good to see you, Kato. I have no clue why we're doing this, but, you know, let's do it. But, yeah, man, it was good, good for Melo, though. He did come out on top, and uh, I think that's the right decision to make. I gave the match itself four stars, but it definitely was missing something to me. Uh, and, again, uh, I'll let you kind of go. Maybe maybe you could tell me. Am I missing am I missing something? Am I wrong? Was it was it better than I'm seeing?
0: It was a match of the year. No, uh, like I said, no, it was the action warmed up <laughs> after the first fall, but again, I don't know if it's not Apollo yeah. kind of getting out of first gear, so to speak, but like, it did did get into it, but it was good, could have been great. And have Right. Commander Aziz show up, you know. I know we're trying to get double K as a character, but people go, That's Aziz. Even in his jacket to cause a distraction for Cruz, you know, stops Trick from interfering, makes division come true, but puts Cruz off long enough for uh, Hayes because Hayes just beat him twice. That, that's as simple as that, you know. And like I said, Carmelo comes mm-hmm. out, look the bigger star. And like we said, I'm glad we're on the, on the, the Hayes train. Because they are glad we're not on the 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 cruise cruise, I guess, because otherwise it, you know we're <laughs> <laughs> a little bit worried at this moment. But uh like I said, I have four stars, I can I, I do agree with you. I think the same I think you uh, the problem is i say you and I, I don't put any anything in your mouth, so to speak. Uh mm-hmm. you expect from these two guys, we know what they can do in the They've right. Got, they've got 25 minutes to play with, and I think the 25 minutes was a little bit of a hindrance than it help. Because if it was 15 minutes, they just cram everything into it. <laughs> and that might have been more fun. A bit like right. would been a, a much faster pace. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Well, predictions. We all went mellow. So the first points for the NXT experts. Yeah, <laughs> we've got one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can listen to Gina and Jaxie's NXT update next month. Uh, no, all <laughs> So it's 3-1 at this moment in time. Valentina Feroz accepted live Valkyrie's challenge for NXT. I thought that was for Cora Jade. Anyway, the new NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, James and Henny, celebrated. Great. And NXT Standard delivers was out for Saturday, April 1st. And then NXT Tag Team Title Match. New Day, the Champions versus Gallus versus Pretty Deadly, yes boy, and Chase You uh, Matches with eight competitors are almost always going to be chaotic, and when it's four teams instead of two, it's even harder to follow the action, unless you've got Pretty Deadly involved, who are probably the greatest tag team of this generation, without a doubt. Uh, I go really heavy to Pretty Deadly, so stick with me. Pretty Deadly dominated Woods. I mean dominated, <laughs> there's no doubt. Kingston got a hot tag, cleared house, then got thrown on the other teams. Chase followed that up by suplexing Kit on the others. He risked himself. We don't really see Chase you risking himself that often. Uh, great stuff. Duke had a nice exchange with Pretty Deadly uh, on the announce table. And the boys, of course, cleaned up after themselves. That's what they do. The Gallus boys don't because they put Duke through the table. And then i hometown hero Chase. But Chase was able to get Wolfgang out of the equation and hit the chase. You stomps on coffee, a crossbody off the top, got a great near fall. A chase locks in a figure four, but Wolfgang hit a Swanton to cut him off. I don't know where the other teams went. Uh, tag team but at times they were just literally sitting there watching the action. But a tag team power slam from Gallus only got two. Kingston came in, cut off another tag move. Pretty deadly. Caught him on a dive and hit spilled milk. Spilt milk on the floor. Woods got isolated by Gallus, who hit their tag team power slam for the win and the titles. Monty, what did I fucking say? Never again. No, boy. You know? <laughs> no, boy. They're, they're pretty deadly. You me about this damn four-way. <laughs> Why? Why don't I listen to my own advice? You know, it's as like, simple as that. Um, first off, what were your thoughts on the match and i'm not going to go into some details okay uh so
1: the match again was fast paced i thought it was a lot of fun uh, everyone had times to look good like you mentioned especially chase uh in this spot being at, being in, uh at home see here it was cool to see more than just his own fan section <laughs> really <laughs> lot, really go for him here so uh you know i I don't necessarily know does that mean Chase U is really, really over around the country? I don't know. I guess we have to go to other places to see <laughs> to test that out. But uh again, it was awesome to see that. and I, you know, I didn't pick them because I thought the timing was off. Uh I didn't pick Gallus either because of that. I just again I didn't think the time I didn't think this was gonna be it. But like you mentioned, you warned me that uh this is exactly how Pretty Deadly uh won the belt. So you know, should have just paid attention to that. I don't know what it is about the booking here where they were just like, well, we need something exciting to happen. Yeah. Uh, the singles belts are probably not going to move. So both tag titles, you know what, just just do it. Just, let's just go with it. Let's just switch it up. I'm happy for the Gallows, boys. It's cool to see them as tag champs. But, again, uh, when it comes to what the idea or what they're going to do going forward, I think we all kind of – was we me and you kind of was both hoping for Pretty Deadly to get a playoff with the new day again down, down the line. And I don't know, maybe that's still in the books, but maybe that's not in the books. I am happy for the gallows boys as new champs Gallus boys on top. It was cool for that, uh, to that moment. i wanted to pick them, but I didn't, I stuck with the new day and you know, this is what you get. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you get. It was a good match though. I actually thought I enjoy. I actually enjoyed this match as, as random as it was. A little bit more than I, uh, I like Melo and Apollo, so I actually gave it four and a quarter. So you know, there you go. Even though it was a, uh, like you said, a, a tornado at times. Yeah,
0: but come <laughs> on, pretty deadly. I mean, dressed as Matadors. I mean, you gotta love them. You know, and also, <laughs> what, I never thought I'd get excited over a logo, but the pretty deadly logo, and I thought, oh shit, they're getting ready to be moved because you don't usually get your own logos and stuff. And just very right. simple as well, the P and the D. I mean, obviously it won't be Matadors, but you could do anything. With that gimmick. And another <laughs> thing I loved was Booker. Booker's a bigger fan as me. I mean, he made. Me he loved Pretty like, Yeah. Like, I sound like <laughs> I'm a fan, but he was like, he went for it, you know. Um, Gallus horrible theme. I like that theme. I'm going to mention it every time as well. It's horrible. Uh, <laughs> and was Wolfgang smuggling bananas? That's the, that's the question. What? Did, did, please tell me everybody saw that.
1: You know, you know they call it a sack. He looks more like a pouch, a pouch of coins or something.
0: Uh, <laughs> we, time, uh, so. we wondered where Joe Coffey was. He's in Wolfgang's tines. <laughs> 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 look down there. Uh, my God, yeah. everybody just watched Even Kofi and Woods were staring at it. There's no, there's, there's no doubt about it. <laughs> Speech- of uh kofi like you smuggling a coin first <laughs> jesus christ uh <laughs> where was i yeah love new day in nxt right because th- this is this is what helps out and it's just a shame when we again we might still get new day but i wanted new day right. pretty deadly at, at standing live what the fuck are, are new day gonna do at wrestlemania you know, to be fair, apart from maybe hosting it, not gonna be it's a true. tag match, are they? You know, like, come on.
1: No, I hundred percent agree. It makes more sense to me, and I think even in the short time they've been here, even though they haven't been able to wrestle the entire time. The new day has elevated to the division pretty fast, and I think that was part of my th- thought process when I was like trying to predict. I was like, they have already kind of. Elevated the division, you know, it actually feels like a division for a change by comparison to where it was. But, uh, you know, I don't know, man. Hopefully hopefully we're just overreacting and they'll still be involved. But, you know, we'll see.
0: You know, what should have happened Uh, when we're ready to go for the cover. It's like Booker should have cost them. (laughs) Book
1: <laughs> of should have cost me <laughs> Yes <laughs> Pulling <laughs> coffee or exactly out of the a, uh, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> a,
0: And a denying it. Denying it forever and Vic's like, oh, we just saw, I didn't do anything. What are you talking about? I mean uh, the thing is, Pretty Deadly are so good, they even bump for fear, you know? That's that's how good you know strong layer tech team is when they just bump around from with her blowing her horn, so to speak. Uh, but, yes, as you mentioned, Monty Gallus, boys on top. I gave this a four-and-a-half. Uh, really, the thing is, what makes a enjoyable match as well is, like I said, teams that you know. And to have all four, right. uh, you know, like to chase you, all have a little bit of, you know, like I I love, you know, obviously New Day being the greatest team of all time, pretty deadly. Gallus from NXT UK. Being, I wonder if they'll have a longer reign as they did in NXT UK. <laughs> and of course, um, Chase U as well. Like I said, it it felt like they've they've fleshed out the tag team division a little bit.
1: Yeah, and then like to mention, we just had the triple threat tag match for Chase U to get in here with other two with two other teams. You know, we talked about the Grizzle Young Vic in the past and all of that. And uh, you have Saga and Veer. The Creed's had nothing to do with this match. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, they're kind of getting a little depth when it comes to uh the teams
0: that they have. Well, predictions. Monty, James, and Gina went New Day. Jaxie went Gallus.
1: Oh, nice shout.
0: Mm. Okay. Four for four, Jaxie. (laughs) Gina's on three. You and I are on one. I just need to
1: stop watching, I guess. Oh, Paul, cool. do you know what? Maybe um, we should just stop watching. Yeah, start when we were DJ, speaking, we'll do better. We were
0: so, I was so... Co- you even saw that. I was like, defo, definitely going to happen. Definitely going to happen. I mean, this is... No way right. any other result. Like, who knows anymore? And just, yeah, it, it proves... Or does it? Still got two matches left. But, yeah, just pick at random next time. Uh, women's title <laughs> NXT Women's Championship Roxanne Perez versus Gigi Dolan versus JC Jane Perez were at disadvantage because well you know Jane and Dolan are Toxic Attraction and worked as a unit and despite the fact only one woman can win in the end and Toxic Attraction worked together against Perez but the former Roxy was able to find ways to use a number game against them to keep herself in the fight as soon as Jane tried to get a piece Dolan was outside they began to argue Dolan pulled her into the way of a suicide dive from Perez and began beating the champion down. Some vicious kicks to the face from Gigi as well. Where's that? I want to see more of that, thanks. Uh, we see them putting Dolan... Uh, Dolan got put through a table at ringside. Gigi pulled a McIntyre, basically, is what I'm, I'm trying to yeah. say. What a fucking... I can't believe that's part of the dictionary as well. And Perez hit a code red from the turnbuckle on Jane to score the pin and retain her title. All three look great. I really like the exchange between Jane and Gigi. Uh, and his, yeah, best uh, part. And again, I, it's just nice to see three women who don't usually get this chance. Uh, Monty, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I agree a hundred percent, man. I wasn't really into the double team in the rocks because I just I expected that. And at the end of the day, I think we we know it'll it only be one champion. But once it turned into a kind of a real triple threat, and they kind of fought each other and. Uh, they kind of had different times where they were separated with Roxy. I think the match really started to get good to me, and I thought all, like you said, all three women who are not, uh, you know, both all three of them really was have been in this spot a lot. This is Roxy's first, you know, major defense in this situation. So everyone of them bringing their A games in this one was uh was a really nice sight to see. Uh, as predictable as Roxy prevailing was, uh, I think the match's quality made up for that. Anything that was predictable. And uh, honestly, like you mentioned at the end there, uh, as much as I understand Gigi trying to save JC in the story of it, at that point after all they've been through, really if all Gigi has to do is wait, wait for her to hit Pop Rocks (laughs) and then throw Roxy out of it Uh, and you win. Like, you know what I mean? Like when you think about it like that, you just wait. And it would have worked so well. But honestly, uh, it still ended up being a really, really good match. And I really still end up liking the finish. Uh, you know, something about setting up that table. Whenever you want the people who set up the table, uh, is uh, almost every time you're going to go through it. <laughs> so uh, this is good shit, though, man. I gave it four. Uh, I gave it an also four and, a half, four and a quarter. Yeah, four and a quarter. I gave it four and a quarter. But this is good shit, really good shit.
0: Yeah, like I said, we were all waiting for Toxity to fight each other. Fans were really into GG as well, you know. And and I found myself yeah. really getting into it. And just watch it. And again, I don't know if it's a case of just – it's not so uh, it rests round down your throat. It, we've not seen any toxic traction in this kind of environment. Yeah, it's fresh. Yeah, even though like the d- double headbutt spot was was fun, you know. Just like I said, <laughs> a little bit different. <laughs> Just, and you could argue you protected Gigi on the pin, which, again, judging by crowd reaction, you would think. With Roxanne, I think, again, she'll do a, most for talking in the w- ring. Just don't make her too bland. You know, like I think that's yeah, the, yeah. The, the issue there with that. There's no doubt, you know, like I said, where she came from where she is now. Uh but still I gave it a four and a quarter as well out of uh, five I think
1: her strong suit over booking Braun too, her strong suit will be is that she can also play in that Wesley underdog yeah, role. Yeah. So if you if you can avoid, like you said, making her too cringe worthy or making putting her in situations that don't benefit her and kinda of put the odds against her. She obviously excels at
0: that. Right, now, uh, predictions, we all went Perez. So you and I are on 2 4. Jaxi's 5 5. Perfect score is on. So, so what the fuck is going on? Uh, then we move on to the main event NXT title on the line in a steel cage match. Uh, Grayson Waller versus Bron Breaker. And Waller came out with a train of beautiful women and a golden shoey. That's my golden shoey, mate. It's a shoe that like I planted. Uh, and of course, he. <laughs> in traditional Australian fashion. I mean, a matter of, you know, cricket and rugby that I've watched, where. And football, even. Where the Australians have the golden shoey afterwards. Uh, one thing's for sure, Scott Steiner's going to sue Waller for gimmick infringement for wearing that chainmail hood. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: You better watch yourself You're going to get Cease and is coming (laughs)
0: And and again I'm running out of ideas For Breaker to break But this time you step for a banner And want to cut down a minute They they definitely are (laughs) (laughs) They are completely out of ideas man. (laughs) (laughs) stuff for him to break that, well, his name's Breaker. God damn it, he's got to do something. And it's like, what, what the fucking hell? Uh, but we see Waller jump at Breaker before he got in the cage and dodged Breaker's spear, but Breaker stopped short of the barricade and closed-lined a primal celebrating Waller. Breaker sent the door into Waller's face for getting them both in the ring. Breaker then ran wild. However, Waller used the environment and the damage already caused to find ways to get the upper hand. As time went on, it seemed like Waller found his groove and began to dictate the pace a bit. He became a bit more desperate. Waller started taking bigger risks. He climbed all the way to the top of the cage, going, breaker stood up, Waller tried to climb back down. That didn't help. And you he got sued off the top, and the champ ended up hitting a huge spear from a running start to get the win after <laughs> Waller pushed him in the face. I mean, that spear, man, that is something we all do in 2 k Do you know what I mean? that that is a double rope spear. Is how you fuck someone up. (laughs) Uh, 100%. We won't mention what happened right at the end, uh, but we'll talk about the match right now. Yeah, you mentioned it earlier and this is the thing about the main event. And, And again, I warmed up to it. I thought it was good. But to get the crowd easily involved, more shortcuts, make it like a weapon steel cage match. There's enough bad Blood between the two, you know, trash cans and tables right. and chairs, you know, just and and breaker. He breaks stuff. See, I mean, look what he can do. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's simple. What, what do you think of the main event? Yeah, I agree, man. It was still,
1: it was still pretty good in everything, and uh, you know, in the cage match. I do, I stand by this. Like you said, if you don't, if you don't decide to add weapons in to give it another unique feel. I stand by. If you just left this match alone, let it be escaped. He's a cowardly heel. Do you not understand? Like running away is part of the. It was a big part of this match. So just if you add, like, just imagine how on the edge of the seat the crowd possibly would have been if it was a threat that when Waller was at the very top that he could just get down and and win the match. Like you know, of course, I understand that maybe you maybe he uh you know certain spots are different and all of that, and I, I can understand it. But I just feel like it makes for a stronger match because you that 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 whole race part of the cage match is legendarily a, a great way to build some tension but and a great way to blow off a feud but uh honestly though uh since it didn't go that way and we and we got the match that we got, you know uh even with all the control Waller had, I thought breaker was going to retain, but it was especially after Waller hit his finish. And a, uh, he did a low blow first, then he hit his finish. And when Breaker kicked out of that, it's like oh, it's over. There's no way you win. Yeah. It's like you can't win after a low blow, then your finisher is over. So uh, but I did dig the finish. Like I, I love it's something about and then it, it really helps when you know the character of the guy. The Will Ospreay from uh, the Kenny Omega match. I'm not trying to compare them two matches at all, trust me. But Osprey being defined in the end worked because that is who Will Ospreay is. He is uh, defiant cocky to the end he will go he's gonna go down being himself and I think that's the same in the same vein as a character when it comes to being cocky when it comes to doing even even the th- even uh Waller trying to go viral and getting on top of the cell uh, uh, cage in the first place and then you know uh having that at the end where he's defiant knowing he's probably gonna get take get you know spirit out of his shoes still pushing him away. Again, I love that because again it is it, it really, really tells the story of and it, it everyone who's been watching Waller this entire time like us, who known he's just been a loudmouth, he's been cocky, no one's been able to tell him anything from the beginning and he's always gonna always go for the biggest highlight. When you have those elements added into the match, it really is a nice touch to add something on to the match itself. Especially because again, I think we all figured that the champion would be retaining here. But uh, again, uh, it was definitely still not probably my match of the night, so I couldn't I couldn't give it uh, anything more than four and a quarter. But I really really did enjoy it.
0: Well, this is the thing, isn't it you know Waller has done very well in his biggest feud and match in NXT. If he's not going to hang around, let him go to the main roster. Let Miz take Grayson under his wing, and you know with a little bit of polish and everything like this. Well, Grayson's shown that he can you know, do it. With Bron, he's dominant, you know, and like we talked about, he breaks stuff. Right. what else? You know, like, it's still enjoyable, <laughs> don't be me wrong. I, like I said, I gave it a four uh, out of five, but the crowd did peak at the opener, which again, mm-hmm. is, is you know, uh, positives and minuses, but this is the thing with Bron and Waller, it, they get more experience um, and like I said, we wonder what happens next. Well, the the final shot, not done that well, I don't think, but the final shot of the event was Carmella Hayes coming out on stage and indicating he tends to be the next challenger for the title. Monty, it's happening. Uh, your vision, I'm not going to say R, uh, your vision is coming true.
1: <laughs> it, yeah, it's about damn time, man. I, I bet you, I, you, you, anyone has been listening here and you know Uh, I've been waiting on this moment. It's time for Melo to not only get this shot at Braun Breaker, but to do it at the biggest stage possible for NXT WrestleMania weekend. I'm already looking forward to it. Uh, You know, it's going to be, it should be a special encounter. And I just really hope that they give, when it comes to storytelling, I hope that they put all, all that they can into the story to get us there. That's the only thing I'm a little iffy about, like you mentioned, uh the 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 that they tr- they tried to kind of give everyone that good tease that mellow was next and you know it was kinda little you know definitely weird the way they tried to execute it. Uh but at the end of the day, I'm over the moon that we're finally gonna get the two the the, the top two I think the entire time that not only two but just this entire new crop of NXT talent. I think we all know that right now it's it's Bron Breaker up there at the top and then it was Melo right there behind them. Or even, even, like we said, we we was talking about this when Melo the North American champion. that At the time, he was calling himself the A champion, meaning that you can, and honestly, we've mentioned it plenty of times. You can put his matches, his fuse, over whatever Breaker was doing at the time. So to finally have them to meet up and possibly be the moment for Melo to finally become NXT champion, uh, we'll, have, we'll have to wait it out and see. But I think the story is already, it can be simply told by, you know, uh, and I just hope that they don't drop the ball when it comes to executing the story, because I think it's a lot. They can really make something memorable here happen if it's executed right.
0: Yeah, it's just going to be Bron coming out and shouting, hey, Meadow, I don't like you. I'm going to <laughs> trick, if you get in my way, I'll kick your ass, too.
1: You're going to try to get under my skin and whoop, yeah. whoop, whoop, Something like that of course yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no. Everyone loves to try to yeah, get under my yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No one wants to just beat them Everybody loves to get under yeah, the skin yeah. For some reason you think
0: you, you think you can beat me Jack You know <laughs> <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. You Just start barking uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, anyway. <laughs> so predictions This wasn't a good night I'm not going to lie um, Jackson Man. and Gina did go walla. So Jackson and Gina went walla. We went for Bron. So final scores. Me and Monty on three. Yes, half right for a six card show. <laughs> Gina on four.
1: I'm happy though. But you know what? I think it was a it was a last minute elf uh, elf us you know, to, to to go with Walla there. It was just a last minute. No, screw you. <laughs> just to show you that I really don't watch. <laughs> We're gonna go with Wallace. This is this one hurt more than the first time they beat us. By the way,
0: yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame, Jaxie. Nearly are, but he didn't. Uh, but she did get a point for beating us at Vengeance Day. So the bonus league now, Jaxie was on eight, joins Monty on nine, Gina on eleven. <laughs> I am on twelve. Wow. Monty, you peaked at Wrestle Kingdom <laughs> much like... I did. I much, did like, much like this card did. Uh, I'm so... <laughs> <laughs> <talking> <laughs> of just, I'm joking. I'm sure there's plenty left in the tank. Uh, what would you uh, score this out? Well, we'll do... Matching a match night, I think, would be pretty easy. We'd all agree it's Lee versus mm-hmm. Jack MVP... Again, I've gone Lee because he looked like a star. This is the first time he's looked like a star, um, for me personally. Yeah, I agree. Uh, who's your MVP of the night?
1: Yeah, I, I honestly cannot. It couldn't. It couldn't be anyone other than Wesley and Jack after that to me. So I've definitely gone with Wesley here. Like you said, uh, you really, you were really not sure. You know, we've seen the North American title. This is the first time. You know, besides like the Cameron Grimes moment. The first time it's off mellow, and I think this is one of those times where it was finally someone else to set the tone that okay, now this is this is my turn to take the North American title on a run. So yeah, I like I like what Wesley did
0: there. Yeah, without a shadow of that. And uh rating out of ten.
1: So uh let's see. Uh uh, I think I think I think 8.5 would be a, a good rating for me. I thought I thought it was a really really good show overall. Uh, uh, nothing like a takeover of the past, in my opinion. So I, I don't even think it's really that fair to compare. But when it comes to uh, this current era and what they've been doing, I did think everyone had to had a good to really good performance. So uh, I, I can't really complain about too much that happened, even if. Uh, I definitely would agree with half the card decisions.
0: <laughs> well, that like said, the predictions were shit. But and right, but it, the thing is about take takeovers were near on perfect. So to try and compare, right?
1: You, so the standard is not fair. man.
0: But it, you know, you had Chumpa Gagano who like feuding for like a two years. You know, and and everybody was emotionally <laughs> invested in each wrestler and sold out these arenas. These guys are just starting in a year's time. You know, Hayes and Braun, this, this is the first time that they've they've been on NXT in this type of environment and realised, you know, oh, hang on a second here, this is where the kind of real work starts. And it's like building those feuds. The crowd was into Wesley and Dijak because they put on a hell of an action. It's like the NXT right. tag team match as well with New Day. As soon as you've got someone like New Day, mm-hmm. even Apollo Crews at a stretch, you know, is like, oh, hang on mm-hmm. a minute. It, you know, and let's hope we can build from this. And then as we get to stand and deliver, and like I said, the other takeover is coming up, then we can start building a bit of momentum. But you can't do that without the story and characters to begin with, you know? So that's kind of disadvantage. But I'm going to give it an eight and a half as well. It was a good, it was a good event. You know, will I will I ever re-watch it? Maybe the opener, but... Yeah, I am about
1: yeah. to
0: say, I'll probably come back to watch that.
1: But, yeah, nothing else really was going to get you coming back.
0: No, but um, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, Monty, finally, what are your thoughts? Could we usually do at the end of an NXT update? What are your thoughts Mm -hmm. on NXT and what are your hopes for the future as we are now on the road to stand and deliver?
1: Yeah, like, again, I'm just hoping, like you mentioned earlier, for more just, you know, storytelling that makes sense, more building up the characters of of both both the women's the men's the tag divisions all these divisions that we just consistently get more and more leading us towards not only to stand and deliver but even to this next calendar year of NXT you just want to see more just consistent storytelling and building uh, when it comes to these characters like you mentioned uh, because now if they're going to be going on the road again now for the future you know you're gonna want to you're gonna want to try to put butts in the seats at the end of the day. Now it's not, it's not just, you're not, you're not in the safe haven of be, being able to just go back to Orlando or just still be in Orlando. So, you know, I'm really, really eager to see what, the, what type of things change, but at the same time, what do they implement when it comes to storytelling? What, how, uh you know, how is Roxy's reign? You know, how do they protect Roxy going forward? What, you know, what is the storyline, if any of a storyline when it comes to this mellow and Bron Breaker feud? Because again, I think these are the two biggest stars on the brand. I believe you should, you know, definitely build this matchup to that, that, in that way. But there's also so many other unknowns, like we talked about Jordan Devlin and now Waller, now that he's not in this spot. You have, uh, you know, so many other great talent. You know, and uh, you have the young talent like the Tiffany Strattons that they're obviously trying to try to build back up here. So we have a lot of things going on, a lot of moving pieces. We don't necessarily know what the New Day is going to be doing next. But I am excited to see where we go going forward, and I think that's at least a plus when you think about after watching a show like that. If you're still excited to see what happens next and where we're going and, 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 you know, when it comes to television, I think that is the biggest plus when it comes to NXT at this point, like you said, because everything is so new. Everyone is figuring things out, so you just have to give it time. But I, I can't wait to see what happens and what, what is the story going into Stand and Deliver, and what kind of card do we get overall?
0: Uh, do you know what? I'm already thinking about your reaction when we do the review on the WrestleMania live weekend. <laughs> We're going to literally be like an hour after it happened. and <laughs> You're going to be like the happiest Monty ever or just like, <laughs> just right. I'm, oh,
1: I'm going to be so dejected. <laughs> Yeah, you'll know you'll know who won it by my demeanor on the pod. <laughs> yeah.
0: But like I said, it is is positive, so that is good for NXT. Uh, and let's see if they can stand and deliver <laughs> as we head towards the event. So that's it for now. Don't forget across all social media, Twitter at the WNR Podcast. I'm at the J. and you can find the entire WNR team on the Twitter banner. Monty, where can people find you or listen to you?
1: All right, you can go to YouTube, type in Mind of Monty all uh, together. You can subscribe to YouTube channel, or you can go, like you mentioned, not only on your Twitter, banner, or you can just type in at Mind Monty Pod. Click the link in my bio. You can catch our, catch our latest podcast where we detail uh, our trip to San Antonio and what's happened since, you know, that trip. And also, I will do my best to preview and review some of these new beginning shows. They – they have literally they pile up by the day sometimes, yeah, yeah. but uh, I will do my best to get ahead of that for you guys on the newest pod. So, check it out.
0: Yeah, we, we need your help. Like, honestly, like Jackson and Gina, I love them to bits, but they're not going to have a fucking clue what we're talking about on Battle in the Valley. I've got some <laughs> matches that you put. I'm going to watch them, but it's like I catch up with the week in wrestling and then think, shit, I've still got. Twenty hours of New Japan to watch, but I will. Wish, uh, <laughs> Battle right. in the Valley. Battle in the Valley will be. I think it's on the eighteenth. We'll do it the weekend after. I'm praying and hoping that I'm caught up with New Japan by then. But hey, at the moment, as long as I'm caught up with the stuff I'm doing <laughs> before the show, I'm more than happy with that. Double Double O also on Facebook and Instagram across all Google platforms. Send us the email, double podcast at gmail dot com. And YouTube podcast, we the latest clips and podcasts. Same time on YouTube do SoundCloud on your phone, also Spotify and iTunes. You can download, subscribe, break, and review there. So that is it. Our next episode will be AEW Roundup. But Monty, you I, I mean, I don't want to put the cart before the horse. I assume you will be joining us for the Elimination Chamber review, considering what a big match it is. Definitely. Oh
1: man, Montreal. Yeah, I, I, I will have to see. Uh, of course, like you said, I don't know. We'll figure out dates and all that. But, yeah, definitely. I'll try my best to uh, be there for that. That's, like you said, it's too, too big of
0: a show. Too big of a show to miss. Yeah, I, don't, I, was, I thought about doing it just me and Jaxi, but I don't think that's fair on you and Gina, considering, like I said, how big it is. But until then, I've been James Rollins-Lewis, joined by the mind of Monty. Monty, thank you for joining me for this show. Our first proper premium live event slash Takeover NXT show. And let's hope it's the start of many, many more.
1: Yes, sir. Always
0: an honor. Always an honor. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, and bye.